0: This is the Genuine Joy Podcast, where we dig deeper into how we attempt to find true happiness while navigating life.
1: We're your hosts, Matt. And Kelsey. And we're bringing you 100% organic and sustainable amateur advice to brighten your day and maybe even help you look at the world a little differently.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Genuine Joy podcast. We are super excited to have Kristen and Mike Beamer with us today. Kristen has the blog Living Loving Paleo, and Mike's Instagram is Invincible Inspiration. They're both amazing accounts and amazing people, and we are so pumped you guys are here.
1: Thanks for joining us, guys.
0: Oh hey hey friends. Um, So yeah, so I love loved Kristen forever. I think we met on Instagram probably. Um, and, I just think you're an amazing person. You've been such a helpful person to me with blogging and beauty counter and all the things. And I just love you so much. And I can't wait to chat with you about your amazing journey and your amazing life. Um, but before we jump into like your whole backstory, um, what, can you just tell our, our listeners what you both do now?
2: (sighs) How do we put what we do into words?
1: (laughs) Besides being awesome people. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're (laughs) awesome. Um, We, so I run a food and lifestyle blog right now. And then Mike does all of my video and most of my photo content. So So awesome. Yeah. That's kind of like my
3: passion. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so I worked as a firefighter paramedic. I've been doing that coming up on 14 years. But I've always been a creative individual and, uh, been here ever since Kristen's gone through some pretty tough health struggles, and I'd like to believe that I've been her number one supporter. And I just want to help her spread the message because I think it's an important one. Actually, I know it's an important one uh, that people need to know about because maybe not everyone's thinking about, hey, what I put into my body can have a direct relation to how I feel. So yeah. that's that's my passion too, and I want to help
0: her in doing that. That's awesome.
1: So now I got a question for you, Mike. Were you yeah. into all the editing stuff before you guys met? Or did you, know, you just kind of.
3: I've always kind of been a creative person. I've always loved video ever since I was a kid. It wasn't until up until, I mean, I messed around on like iMovie. I didn't take it too serious, but about, I don't know, maybe three years ago, I thought to myself, I want to see how far I can take this, and I really enjoy it. So I just learn video stuff every day, get better. Yeah. That's awesome. Every day, every day.
0: Yeah. That is super awesome. I know Matt's doing all the podcast editing and I love bringing him into things. It's really fun to be able to work on some That's stuff together. together. Yeah. Well, um, it sounds great over here on our end. Good <laughs> <laughs> good. You're on it. Uh, so, so Kristen, let's back it up to your childhood. Let's just start all from right, the beginning. back. Um, I know you were dr- diagnosed with Crohn's disease at a young age. Can you tell us like what when that was and what were you feeling at that time as a as a kid? It's so weird. People always ask me what it
2: was like as a kid and to be diagnosed with the autoimmune disease So I was 12, I was at the very end of 7th grade going into 8th grade. So, you know, middle school's like kind of rough on its own. <laughs> and yeah. I just very suddenly lost 30 pounds in a month. I was just Holy cow. And that was a third of my body weight at the time. Um, So rumors started flying around that I had an eating disorder, all sorts of things. You know, kids just like to talk.
1: Middle school, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I was super fortunate. Uh, Autoimmune disease, Crohn's disease in general wasn't very well known back then like it is today. Most people just kind of seem to know what it is. Back then, nobody knew what it was. And my pediatrician, his roommate in medical school had Crohn's disease. So when I told him my symptoms, it like clicked in his head, all these pieces together. He knew exactly what to test for. He knew what medications to put me on. So it was a very whirlwind experience for me. And I don't know, I guess as a kid, you just, I don't know if this is for all kids, but I just adapted so quickly. It just kind of became my new normal of taking medications And I think the benefit also of being diagnosed as a kid is you don't understand when someone tells you you're going to have a disease for the rest of your life, that's not even something you can comprehend in like a little 12-year-old brain because the rest of your life doesn't even mean anything at that point. So I think for me, I just kind of took it day by day and, you know, being admitted to the hospital for the first time, everything was so new and scary, but at the same time, I really had my parents to do everything for me. You know, they took charge of my healthcare. They talked to my doctors. They took me in for lab tests, whereas suddenly I turned 18 and I had to do all that on my own, which was a whole nother level. Man.
1: So real quick, can, can you kind of tell us what it, well, for those that also don't know exactly what it is, can you tell us what Crohn's disease consists of?
2: Totally. So the easiest way to describe really autoimmune disease in general is it is a disease. My immune system overreacts. It thinks my gut is foreign object for whatever reason, and it starts attacking my gut. So that means bleeding and ulcers and all sorts of pain, and it can lead to surgeries. And basically the way in conventional medicine that they um, help remedy that is to cover up the symptoms and put you on immunosuppressants, which basically suppress your immune system so that it no longer attacks your gut, if that makes sense. Geez. No, doesn't that I leave mean you attack.
1: susceptible to other things with your immune system being down?
2: Oh, totally. You know, I was very fortunate. I didn't deal with that too much as a, you know, kid early into my teens. But as I became an adult and I was on, you know, more and more serious medications, harsher medications, um, that really came into play. And that kind of became the journey that brought me here because the medication started to do a lot more harm than good when I started to reach kind of my twenties, mid to late twenties is when I kind of had to shift everything because they're tough on your immune system.
1: Did you start feeling different or was it, you know, lab results coming back abnormal? What what made you notice this change?
2: It was both. It was lab results. Um, I'm blanking on what the number actually is, but it's basically the one that tracks infection in your body and mine were so low that I could basically catch anything. And then also probably one of the biggest, scariest things that happened for medications was I developed a fungal overgrowth in my lungs. Oh. And it was something from that medication that was known to happen. It had killed other people. And so I was admitted to the hospital, immediately taken off that medication. And that's kind of when that was my my mid twenties. And that's when everything started to shift for me because before in the past, it was always, you know, I would take a medication, it would stop working. No big deal. I would start whatever new medication there was. And that was the first time in my life where there was no more new medication. So I was kind of out of options and that's when surgery really came into play for that.
0: Wow. And in this whole journey, when did you meet Mike? I met Mike when I was 18 years old. Oh the wow! baby back then.
2: Yeah, we were working at a restaurant called Clay Jumper. and Oh, yeah. Uh, all that cake. Oh, the
1: motherlode. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the motherlode.
3: <laughs> oh, by the way, chocolate motherlode cake has six and a half cups of mayo in it. Just saying.
2: That's why it's so What? Yeah. Was
1: that for the cake or for the slice? Oh, okay.
3: yeah. Well, If
2: that's okay. for a slice, all we're right. in big trouble. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're about, about a cup per slice, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. that yeah. Was wow. So good. We loved the food back then. Um, but yeah, that's where we met and there was just something different about him from the get go, but it was about six months into when we started dating when I, I'd been in remission through all of high school. So about four years I was in remission about six months into us dating. I started to go out of remission because the medication I was on stopped working and Mike was just instantly there for me and was at every single doctor's appointment and surgery and a hospital stay. And he's just showed up in a very big way.
0: Wow. And Mike, for you, what was going through your mind when you found out Kristen was sick um, and when she went back to the hospital? I didn't know what
3: Crohn's disease was. I just knew from a very, um, very early on that she was special and without being weird and creepy, I don't want to say like after mm-hmm. a couple of dates, like, yeah, I'm going to marry her. But I just <laughs> I knew there was something special about her. And I enjoyed doing everything with her, even little errands. So it was a big deal for me. Um, Never once had ever questioned myself, like, why? Or is this something that I want to deal with? Because if we're honest with ourselves, it's a big deal.
0: And it's a Mm -hmm. life changer
3: to to have someone in your life that's sick. But, But it was all good. It was my girl.
0: Oh, so cute. And that's not creepy at all. That's very no, romantic. Not. I was <laughs> going to say, my
2: mom, my parents have been married for 45 years. My mom, my dad walked in in high school into our art class and she looked at her friend and said, I'm going to marry that guy. And she did. So oh, that's not oh,
0: it's <laughs> not creepy. It's so cute. Um. Well,
1: <laughs> Real quick, Mike, Um. at what point did you become a firefighter paramedic?
3: So when we first started dating, I believe I was... About to start paramedic school.
2: Yeah, it was like four or five months into us dating when you started. Yeah, start. started. That was a big Oh, leap. boy. Yeah, and <laughs> Yeah. So someone went through know. that, and she supported me through that, and um,
3: worked as a transporting paramedic in an ambulance for about 10 months, and then got hired
1: as a firefighter paramedic, which was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Literally- yeah, I, I feel ya. <laughs> yeah, you. So yeah. So now, going... Before you got hired, obviously, there's a schedule change because you said you're working in Claim Jumper, and then yeah. now you're working 24, 48, 72-hour shifts. How did that kind of affect your guys' relationship?
3: Uh, more naps.
0: Because <laughs> I, I was
3: still working at... You know, I was supporting myself, so I was working Claim Jumper during the day, and then at night, I'd go do like my paramedic internship, which... Um, I forgot about that. Most people don't know. It's kind of like uh, it's just like unpaid work. Um, mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, they give you all the gear and say, "Here you go. You're responsible." <laughs> right,
3: right. Which is all good. I mean, we all have to do it. But um, but yeah, it was a it was a challenging time, but obviously worth it.
0: Yeah. And you guys have just been through so much in your lives um, and you seem so positive and happy. And that's like the whole point of this podcast we started it is because we're very happy people. And we know there's a lot of things that happen in life and positivity can get you out of a lot of situations. It can just brighten your day. And if you just turn things around and look at the silver lining. So how do you guys maintain that positive outlook that you have?
2: I'd say for me, I truly live my life and this has come from years and years of experience of just life happens for me never to me and so when something is really hard for example there was it was like two or three years ago I ended up in the hospital with a twisted intestine which you could probably imagine is not the most fun and Gosh. I was in insane amounts of pain And it took me a long time to be seen in the ER and I just kept repeating in the toughest voice that I have, life happens for me, never to me, life happens for me, never to me. And that has really trained my brain to just find the good in any situation. What can I learn from this? What can be taken from this? And you know, sometimes when you're going through things, it doesn't make any sense. And life is really hard sometimes. We've all experienced things that are really challenging but I just am someone who believes that the more good that I can find, the more good that's going to actually come out of it and the easier the whole situation is going to become. So that's just kind of what gets me through really hard times.
0: Yeah, definitely. Take it away. How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> I know. I, I got filled. You know what? Our,
3: our answers are very similar. Um, I learned from an early age that uh, you're going to have good days, you're have bad days. and Anything good or anything worth anything takes work. Um, I didn't grow up a spoiled kid. I work for what I have, and it's just something that I I knew. It's like everything happens for a reason. That could be a painful thing to say when you have people walking around with cancer and illnesses and all kinds of problems. But at least for me in my life, I believe that to be true. And um, all of these dark places that we've been in have been really scary, but always made it out and um, I don't see any change in that so we can just do our best keep our heads up we keep going gotta keep moving
0: yeah and I think we are the same way of I think now when you're in such a good place in your life just having that reflection on the hard times you've been through the gratefulness is just a huge part of it for sure, sure. Ooh. absolutely. Ooh, I love when you mentioned huge. that in a
2: past podcast because that's what I thought of with us too it's yeah when you've been through a lot of hard times it's like Shoot, going for a walk with my
0: dogs makes me so happy now. <laughs> you know, because I used yeah. to not be able to do that. So
1: yeah, all the little,
0: things, the little things, right? Things, yeah. Yeah, and you guys are so healthy and happy now, and you're so fit, and we just watch you jumping around the gym, and we are just so impressed, yeah, and we so just sit on I, the couch and watch <laughs> it and go, wow.
1: <laughs> I wanted to find a Ninja Warrior training area around us because you guys make it look so fun.
2: It is. <laughs> it's so, it's fun. so fun. It is. It doesn't feel like working out.
0: Yeah. And like what now I'm sure, obviously your health has a lot to do with staying fit and eating well, but is there like a greater um, motivation for it? Or do you just, you feel great and you want to keep feeling great or what keeps you going every day?
2: It really is. I feel great and I want to keep feeling great. And I also want to see how much better I can feel and be and do and everything in life. That's what keeps pushing me forward. Cause you know, for so long, literally every single doctor I told you know, saw would tell me that I wasn't going to heal. And that I needed to accept my life for what it was back when I was really sick. And, you know, they were well-meaning. They just didn't want to see me suffer. And they were using the tools that they had. And I just had this belief of if I accept my life for what it was back then, then what am I showing others the example to be? And so now it's like, all right, game on. I want to see how healthy I can be. I want to see how good I can feel because if it's, you know, as far as we know, we've got this one shot at life, so why not go after it? I That's doubt. kind of my belief with it.
1: So now, you said earlier that these medications weren't really helping you anymore,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it kind of seemed like that you were running out of options. Is this when your eating style kind of came to fruition?
2: Not really. It took me. Okay, <laughs> it took me a long time. Um, I went through a journey. So my whole journey is like the very short end of it. The medications worked so well for so long. And then over time, they just didn't work as well. And they just started causing all sorts of problems with my immune system. And so my, what I thought was my rock bottom was having to have my large intestine removed, which is over six feet of intestine. And then I hit another rock bottom, being diagnosed with adrenal insufficiency, which means your adrenals are shut down, not producing any cortisol, which is real fun. And then my real ultimate rock bottom was, it was two years to the day after my surgery in 2011, so it was 2013, and... I was still so sick. And, you know, I went into my first surgery of having my large intestine removed, thinking that that would heal everything, that I would just be better and thriving and this and that. None of it happened. And so on that day in 2013, one of my doctors called and I was having all sorts of sinus infections and was on constant antibiotics. And he wanted to do a CT scan on my sinuses, which I've already had a zillion of and just didn't want to do anymore. And he um, wanted to do sinus surgery. And that was my something clicked in my brain where I was like, I, I didn't have six feet of intestine removed to go have another surgery period like that was my end. And so I would heard of, you know, paleo, full 30, all that kind of stuff. I didn't know what to think. I tried other kind of diet changes over the probably past year, year and a half before that. And I literally didn't know what else to do. So I was like, I'm just gonna try this and go in it with all that I got, and Mike followed suit shortly after, and it's worked really well for us. And now we've just kind of found what works for our bodies.
1: So now, are you guys? Are you not you guys? But are you medication free now, or are you still Uh, taking medication in conjunction with?
2: Yeah, I'm totally medication free, which is crazy because I was there was a time when I was taking 96 pills a week, Uh, like a basket. I <laughs> I I around like a <laughs> oh
1: I'm God. imagining like a fishing tackle box yeah, with all pretty these, pretty these much, medications. There in there. Pretty much that, man. Yeah. Pretty, pretty
2: much. So
1: that. going from ninety-six medications a day and a week, sorry, not a day. <laughs> ninety-six <laughs> medications a week. How are you feeling on that? And then you go and obviously have surgeries and stuff like that, and then you mm-hmm. make this dietary change and you're medication free. How are you feeling comparatively?
2: There is, it is night and freaking day. Um, you know, I've always a believer medications serve a time and place and they have a deep purpose and they are, you know, what saved my life and what brought me here. So I'm so grateful for them, but I'm also really grateful that I don't need them anymore because I don't have to rely on anything to keep me well. I know what foods make me feel great. I knew, I know that, you know, any physical activity, being outside, those kind of things
0: keep me feeling good. So that's my medication of choice now. Wow. And <laughs> now that you don't have a large intestine, like how does that change? Does that change how you eat? Or I think you've mentioned before you have to eat slowly.
2: You know, from not having large intestine, I learned to like really chew my food. It takes, I'm the slowest eater. Like when we have lunch together, <laughs> I'll be done a half an hour after you. <laughs> um, so I really chew my food really well. I just became conscious of that, but What's really cool, and most people don't realize this, is that the large intestine, really its main job is it absorbs about 10% of the water that you drink. And that's really about it. And when you have your large intestine removed, your small intestine eventually realizes that it's gone and it starts to make up for some of that. Um, Our bodies are just insanely amazing at adapting. Yeah, that is crazy. That was another thing is before going to surgery, you know, the nurses and doctors and all that were like, oh, you're never going to be able to eat you know, raw vegetables and this and that, and this and that's off limits and cabbage and broccoli. And I was like, oh, screw that. I love salads. <laughs> and so I trained my body just slowly over time to digest things <laughs> I said I couldn't. So now there's really nothing, you know, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds wise that when you're, when you have Crohn's, you're kind of terrified of those things. Um, and I'm not anymore. So it's cool. That's so awesome. How
1: yeah. did you train your body to do that?
2: You know, it was it just really, slowly
1: introducing things?
2: Yeah, it was eating, like, say, um, something like coleslaw, like cabbage is pretty hard to digest, or like raw broccoli um, for some people, especially if you have, you know, gut issues. And it was just eating little amounts, and then the next time, eating like a little bit more, and just kind of seeing how I did with it, and then realizing that I did fine so I could let go of that fear. Um, yeah, and just being conscious of chewing my food, which. I don't think it's a bad thing, huh? No, not
0: at all. I, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I, chew, I chew nearly enough.
1: Now, what were your doctors saying through this?
2: Um, You know, it's funny. I never, ever see my doctors anymore. Um, I have a functional <laughs> practitioner that I love. She's been a total game changer because she is really... She's a nurse practitioner, so she's trained in conventional medicine, and then she also incorporates you know, natural holistic medicine, so she has the perfect balance of both, in my opinion. But my GI doctor, so I started seeing him when I was 18, and I saw him until I was 26. It was a couple months after my surgery was the very last time that I saw him. Um, and it was after I changed my diet, after I healed, I ended up emailing, I had five doctors at the time. I emailed all of them because that's what you do in the 2000s, email doctors. And so I emailed all of them to let them know how well I was doing, how I changed my diet, yada, yada, yada. And all of them, except for one, only one was supportive of my diet changes. My GI doctor, unfortunately, was not at all. Um, and it was a bummer because he'd known me for so long and I felt like he would somewhat trust me. But the reason that I told my doctors wasn't to say like, I did it. You didn't, blah blah, whatever. It had nothing to do with that because I majorly respect what they've done for me and how far they got me. It was really because I knew that I wouldn't be the last person to tell them that diet made a difference. And it's my hope that one day they'll start thinking about it. And start opening their minds to, you know, maybe diet does matter. Maybe it makes a difference. Yeah.
3: And just for the record, when we were going and seeing her doctors within that time frame, um, they were all saying the same thing, that diet played no role in the management of your disease. So, yeah. It's just wild. Crazy. It's a disease, mm-hmm. it's am I gut. It's so good? wild. <laughs> that, that's like saying the fuel you put in your car doesn't matter. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's part, part of our goal is to spread this message you know it should be common sense but for whatever reason it isn't um it wasn't for us at least so you know just by like putting it out there we want so hopefully get some people thinking about these things so if they're yeah. having some issues maybe you know maybe it could be their answer
0: yeah and i know you guys have been together for a while so you probably started these dietary changes together were you on board from the beginning mike or have you always eaten well
3: I, I was. I was willing to do anything and everything. We went through so many diet changes, um, until we kinda of landed upon paleo and that's what happened to work for us. But I was in it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, was. so great. Great work. <laughs> um, Thanks, so, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Kristen, I, I, and Mike, I know you guys were both in Hawaii recently looked amazing. Um, and Kristen, you did a, an Instagram story about how you had imagined being there when you were sick. Can you tell that story again and, and talk about visualizing your dreams and goals like you do?
2: Oh, that gives me chills. Even thinking mm-hmm. about it. Um,
0: back when I was sick,
2: It's something I, it's hard to even put into words, but every time a doctor told me in their own version that I wouldn't heal and that I just needed to get used to my life for what it was, I wouldn't even listen to them. Instead, I would just see myself. It was me and Mike on the beach walking along at sunset and it was in Maui and I just saw it like so crystal clear. And then it was back in, what was that? A couple months ago now, um, where we were in Hawaii it's like everything clicked into place and I was like holy cow I totally manifested that (laughs) that was what I've been dreaming of my entire time um but yeah I'm big into believing and seeing what you want and that's kind of how you start the creation of it
0: yeah that uh, that Instagram story I started crying I was like oh my god I'm (laughs) happy for her (laughs) so cool
1: I might have too (laughs)
3: Men can cry, people. Yeah,
2: well, no, she's like,
1: (laughs) Kelsey was like, You have got to see this, and I'm like,
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I know.
1: Oh my
3: gosh, (laughs) I'm I'm a very emotional person as well. Yeah, I'm
2: with you. Yeah, it was really cool to be in that place to kind of realize that you'd made it, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd done what I set out to do.
0: Yeah, and now you've built a business and you're crushing it in all aspects of life. Um, do you think about that a lot and think about how happy you are to not only have basically demolished this disease? I mean, I'm sure you haven't. I'm. I know. Like, do you ever get worried that it will come back? By the way, like, does that?
2: You no, know, I don't. It's so interesting because it was a couple years ago when I was talking about how I ended up with the twisted intestine. I ended up in the hospital for three or four days or something like that. And um, I dealt with a doctor who was not the kindest man I've ever met. And he was so convinced that it was my Crohn's disease. And like, just wait till you see this testing, it's gonna be your Crohn's. And I was like, it's not my Crohn's. I just I just know that I am doing the very best that I can to take care of myself. Um, I know my body so well, just because of all I mean, you both know, it's like when you trial and error with diet and find what works for you. You just know how your body responds to different things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, through his testing and all that s- sorts of fun stuff, he found out it wasn't Crohn's and I was like, told you, <laughs> I know my body. <laughs> <me."> <laughs> so it's not actually something that I worry about anymore. I used to, and it, I used to be a big worrier and I think it was just learning that it didn't actually get me anywhere to worry about things. So I just kind of yeah. had to let it go Yeah, and just trust my life. Just easier said than done. I
0: know. <laughs> well you're very <laughs> good at it. <laughs>
1: we had that beach image to help get you
2: through, huh? Yeah. Yeah, oh for
0: sure. Uh so um we talk every episode about what brings us joy currently. Um what's bringing you guys joy like let's say this week?
2: Wanna start? You go first.
3: What brings me joy is especially with this week she's doing this whole thirty takeover and I put together a video of her of yeah. some images back when she was in the hospital and it brings me right back and makes me all emotional. But then I get so excited and happy that she's doing everything she's always wanted to do. She's healthy. And she's going to the gym. And so seeing her crush it makes me really, really happy. Okay. Because it's it's easy to lose sight of where you were and I never want to. I always want to remain grateful for that. So if you ever see uh, videos of us at the gym, you hear me giggling in the background on video and that's pretty much it. I'm just like, I'm stoked to see her crush it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, she is crushing it. And you are too, Mike. I mean, all the things are so impressive. Yes. (laughs) Which, by the way, that was a hot question people were asking on Instagram stories when I mentioned I was talking to you, is when are you guys actually going to do American Ninja Warrior? Is it even a show still?
3: Oh my God. yeah it is a show it lasts and, time. and many of our friends um do it and have been on there They're on their 11th season now i was on it for a year what? but i'm more into like like we've gone and tested the obstacles there before on set i'd much rather be on the other side um and just enjoy oh, it's so it fun to test because it. when you're competing you only get one shot
0: yeah and um
3: I'd rather go there with Kristen making make it an experience and just test the obstacles. I mean, I don't have anything to prove. I'm not saying the other people do. I'm so glad that I did it. It's just that I'm just really enjoy the functional movement aspect of it. It's like going to the gym. It's like an adult jungle gym, really. Yeah. And it's so applicable to real life. Like, yeah, you're not going to be walking down the street and have to run up a 14 foot wall probably, but what it is, <laughs> is all of these things assist you in learning how to control your body to the best of your ability and i appreciate that because with my training i do everything different now i i sit differently i brush my teeth differently i when something falls out of the fridge rather than trying to move my foot out of the way i'll catch it without thinking about it it's just learning how to control your body to the best of the ability and that's i really appreciate that and that's what i'm in it for so i'm not i'm not in it to get on the show i'm sure if i really wanted to I could pretty easily, because I've been training for so long, went up on six years, and I've gotten really good at it. Not because I'm better than anyone, just because I've been putting in the work a lot. Um, and it's just one of those quote-unquote sports that, unless you're training it specifically, like you're not going to be that great at it. Yeah, like, People have their strengths, like gymnasts. or Everyone kind of has their own strength, but if you're not training it specifically, you're not going to be good at it. You've yeah. probably said about a lot of things, like let's say golf. You know, it's like you could be an incredible athlete, but chances are you're probably not going to pick up a, a golf club and be Tiger Woods. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So we're in it for the fun right now. And um, we don't have any intention on going on the show, but I'm really glad it's there and it brought me here.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, and does any of that ability help with your job too, I'm sure?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just with moving. And I've never been hurt on the job. Um, in 14 years, i am never gone on workers' comp or anything like that. But I truly feel that mobility is like everything. Yeah. Everything. That's so great. Um, being a paramedic, I'm always interested in like, my patients. And let's take like elderly patients as an example. The ones that seem to be doing the best are the ones that remain mobile throughout their life. Maybe they continue to play tennis or whatever it is. Walk their dogs every day. I feel like movement is life. Totally. So I want to be able to, just like Kristen's passing on it, hey, what you put in your mouth has a direct relation to how you're going to feel. I'd say that movement is just as important.
0: And you're making me want to go go on a run right now or something. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's inspirational because I don't like running. (laughs) I know, neither do I. Okay, maybe not Uh, that far. (laughs) Uh, But Kristen, what's bringing you joy this week? Oh, you know what it is. It's,
2: I've been, especially cause, um, our white German shepherd husky mix, he basically wears a blanket. So I've been taking him out on a hike super early in the mornings and before it gets too hot out and seeing their smiles and seeing them run around just off leash. Like it brings, it makes my heart so happy. <laughs> and to level that up one notch when Mike gets off of work, you know how it is, 48 hour shifts. Yeah. When he gets off, he will surprise us and ride a scooter up to the hills, and Max will see him and just go flying towards him. And it's like the best ever.
0: So <laughs> <cute>. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that so much. The little puppy smiles. Your your hikes are always look amazing. I always want to run up to Northern California and join you one day. I will. <laughs> <laughs> we're
3: pretty fortunate with where we live, having that open space. Yeah, we're for
0: sure. so fortunate. Definitely. Everyone are. seems to know about it. Yeah. Really? Um, so, Kristen, what's coming up next for you with work and everything?
2: We got a lot of stuff in the works. We are, I guess it would actually be a rebrand. I guess it'd be creating a new brand um, that Mike and I are co-creating together. And we're going to have a show coming up, up on YouTube. and I on after, the, after the show. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a little podcast. Oh. And then I'll have a brand new website um it's a process yeah it's a long process but it's all coming together i'm most excited about our show for sure
0: oh i'm so excited for you that's gonna be great yeah we are yeah. very
1: much looking forward to this yeah oh.
0: and we'll have to have you back on to extra promote it Little mm-hmm. tips. <laughs> oh, yeah. i've always
3: seen us working together um, I didn't necessarily think that this is what would happen but it just it feels right like once we started talking about it like it just felt like, oh yeah, of course, duh, this is what we're supposed to do, like I knew all along or something. Yeah. Um, So to be able to do that with her would be awesome.
0: So amazing. You guys are so inspirational and so awesome to talk to. I mean, I've heard your story so many times, Kristen, and every time I get chills of the person you are now, and you're so inspiring, Mm -hmm. and, and I just try to think about you and your life, and it gives me so much positivity about my life and so much gratefulness. And, and I'm so, I feel so fortunate not to have a a disease or something, you know, like I feel very um, lucky every time I think about people that have gone through stuff like that. And it makes me very grateful for the body I have and being able to um, keep myself healthy and stuff. And so thank you for always being an inspiration for that
2: of course i just adore you friend thanks lady you are one of the best there is and your husband (laughs) thank you i really appreciate
1: you guys sharing everything about your guys' lives too because it definitely is inspirational and motivational so keep on doing that please yes
2: (laughs) well do (laughs) thanks so much
0: for having us and can you tell everyone where to follow along with you guys on instagram and the blog and everywhere
2: Totally. You can pretty much right now find me at living, loving paleo on everything on Instagram, on Facebook, on what else do we use Kelsey?
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, website, F- Pinterest, yeah, Pinterest, all of that channel. stuff. <laughs> Not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Not Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. And then Whoa, we will Twitter. be sure to update everyone when you all your new podcasts and YouTube and everything comes out. We're so excited Thank for y'all. you. Well, Thank you. It's been fun. Well, thanks so much for coming on. We love you.
2: Love Thank you guys. you guys. Love you guys too.
0: Yeah, appreciate it. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at LittleBitsOfRealFood.
1: And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes will be out every other week.
0: We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Keep,
1: Keep it joyful. It
0: joyful.